Game one is in the books. The Sixers dominate the Nets to begin the NBA playoffs. James Harden steals the show, and the entire team puts on a record-breaking performance. We'll talk about all of it here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome into the show. Hit the like button if you enjoy this content. Be sure to subscribe and also hit that bell down below. That way you don't miss any of the coverage. We're live for every game on YouTube and playback. We were in there today. Great crowd. Shout out to everybody who came out. Be sure to stop into the next show. But we all watched the Sixers dominate the Brooklyn Nets firsthanded. I mean, there was literally no coming back. The Sixers put it on them. Entire team performance. And really, everybody played well. There were a couple key things that I wanted to see coming in to start off these playoffs. A couple main things I had my eyes on. So we'll evaluate that and talk about it all going forward into the next game. Before we dive into all the information, though, shout out to the sponsor of today's show, Aura. Aura is the leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection. They're an easy-to-use app that includes everything you need to stay safe online by protecting you from scammers. And hackers on the internet, they fight back against all the annoying websites that try to take your personal information and make it public, and they alert you if any of your private info is found. I'm sure anybody out there listening has had some type of experience with you know data hacking or identity theft, whatever it may be. In fact, I actually just had one a couple weeks ago, and guess what? Aura was able to step in and help me out. All these types of things are issues that Aura aims to prevent. They also give you near real-time alerts on suspicious credit inquiries and provide a VPN where you can scroll anonymously online, stay safe, and they also have a password manager to keep all your credentials secure in one spot. So take the next step in protecting your online safety. Go down to the description, sign up for Aura, aura.com slash Philly Take. Click the link and receive a two-week free trial of all of their services. All right, let's talk about this game, man. What an absolute dominating performance. Uh, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, P.J. Tucker, they all stepped in. They all stepped in. Now, this is what I call, you know, going out with a bang in game one. The Sixers actually set a record today. That is right. The Sixers had a game where they hit 21 threes in a playoff performance today. That is their most all time. All time. The old record was 18. They beat it by three. They've done 18 twice. They hit 21 threes today. Are the Sixers always going to hit uh, this amount of threes? Absolutely not. But to me, it's more of the fact of how they played, how they were moving the ball, how the team looked. It was very fluid. They take down the Nets 121 to 101. And really, after the midway third quarter, I'd say you knew this game was out of hand. Uh, even the cleanup crews ended up coming in the game with four or five minutes to go. And the Sixers were just moving the ball. They were knocking down shots. And really... It was a courtesy of the man that stole the show today, the one and only James Harden. And here on Clutch Points Twitter, they put this out. James Harden is the only player to record seven or more threes and dish out 12 or more assists in a playoff game in NBA history. That is right. Now, I put out a tweet midway through this game. I said, James Harden's unbelievable. And all the people that always talk about him disappearing are literally disappearing right now. Like, where are they at? Give James Harden credit. And, of course, all the people get frustrated. They get up in the air. Oh, it's just one game. It's against the Nets. I don't care that it's against the Brooklyn Nets. A lot of the things in this series I don't care about because, again, you don't have to be on your top game. You don't have to be elite level 
to beat the Brooklyn Nets. They are not a good team. Their record doesn't represent who they are. The record came from Katie and Kyrie, and it doesn't represent who they are. Michael Bridges is a stud. They have some good young players. They're not really that good of a team, though. So when I look at James Harden coming into this game, the one main key that I've been stressing on the preview and all this stuff is how will James Harden look? Will he be healthy? And he came out a little bit back and forth to start this game. And then when he takes that one three, the first one he hits, he steps up right out of the inbounds play. Nobody guards him. He just takes one step up to the line, the three-point line, and cashes it in. I said, okay, here we go. Here we go. Then step back three after step back three. He beat a couple guys off the dribble. Yes, early on he was missing some layups, and he didn't look really comfortable finishing around the rim. But at the same time, man, he looked a lot better. He looked 10 times healthier than he did before going into the playoffs. And that's what he said yesterday. That's what the team's been saying. That's what I care about because James Harden needs to be 100% to beat Boston, to beat Milwaukee. And he looked really good today. And that's really all I was trying to say and, and really all I cared about. I, I know the Sixers can beat the Nets, and I'm picking them in five for that reason. In fact, I might change it to four. Uh, James Harden commented on his health. He says, quote, my legs, my body feels powerful, feels strong. Harden, uh, you know, was asked about the step back threes, and, and he just, he looked good. He looked fluid as the game went on. A lot of people got warmed up, and I really liked the bench rotation with James Harden and uh, the four bench guys where, you know, they came in, they were running the floor, they were beating Brooklyn down the lane. I said in my preview that one thing uh, that would determine a series is the Sixers not getting blown out in the transition game. I thought they did a really good job today. And uh, James Harden was also asked about Joel Embiid, and he says, quote, he's the MVP. Would you rather have him scoring 40 or us making open shots? Early in this game, Joel was not getting down in the block at all. He was settling on the perimeter. He started to get comfortable. I think it really just took some time for him to get into his spots. But once he did, he was attacking. He was getting the whistles. They weren't getting fouls early on, and they ended up getting more calls. And Joel was working against this Nets team, but... I like how Joel played. If you watched him play in his game, not looking at just the box score, but he was diamond people up. I mean, the the vision of Joel Embiid, he was finding Tucker in the corner. He was finding Maxi on cuts. Like his vision was really, really good today. And he was trusting his teammates and Harden stepped up and Maxi stepped up a little bit early. Tobias stepped up and it was good to see. Speaking of Embiid, here he is with his son at the podium. Shout out to Joel and shout out to little Arthur, man. Joel looks calm. He's like, yeah, I got this in the back. I got this in the bag. Here are the stat lines. Joel Embiid, 26, 7 for 15, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, and a steal. The guy still puts up numbers regardless. 11 for 11 at the line. And James Harden with 23 and 13 assists. What did I say coming into this? I said, if you get the James Harden that you saw for 80% of the year, 90% of the year, this team is going to be really good. And what's the other thing I said? The other key I was looking for, one of the other two, what would the ancillary pieces look like? I've been saying for weeks that if P.J. Tucker and Tobias Harris can just be adequate, this offense is taken to another level of dangerous. Tobias Harris played exceptional today. Nine for 14, 21 points, four assists, four rebounds. Could a couple of the guys rebounded more? Yes. And I thought early in the game, the Sixers were a little bit lazy defensively. I thought Bridges was putting in some tough buckets, but... The Sixers, outside of a little bit of laziness in the first quarter and a little bit of a, a lack of rebounding, I thought they played really a great team game and they all contributed. And Tobias Harris was exceptional. He's been cold for the last couple months. He doesn't even have to do this. If he can just 
Like, attack the basket the way he was today. Not thinking about it, taking it, couple dribbles, boom. You got to think they have, what, the fourth best defender on them? This team can be even better. And P.J. Tucker gets one of the awards today, man. He only had six points, but he had seven rebounds. He had five offensive rebounds. He was scrappy. He was in there. The IQ came alive. I said it when they signed him. And, you know, all season he got ripped. All season. And I'm not saying it's going to keep up consistently, but this P.J. Tucker that you saw today, playoff P.J., that P.J., that's why the Sixers signed him. That IQ that you saw, that scrappiness, they didn't have this last year. That's why they got bounced by P.J. in Miami because they went out there in a game six and they looked like they didn't care. P.J. Tucker cared today. It was close. It was hanging in there through halftime. P.J. Tucker helped give this team that grittiness that they have not had And if he continues it like he did today, this team is going to be really good. In fact, I just saw a cool story from P.J. Tucker, uh, you know, per Lauren Rosen here on Twitter. P.J. Tucker says he cursed out Paul Reed at halftime and loved what happened next. Quote, I felt like he didn't have the energy. Then he came out in the second half and responded. I told him every I told everybody I'm going to curse Paul out every halftime. We need him and I'm always going to stay on him. That's why the Sixers got P.J. Tucker because of that dog in him. That's what they need. And PJ is going to have to keep it up. If Tobias and PJ can contribute like they did today around Harden, around Embiid, this team can be really good. I know it's just the Nets. I don't care. I'm just talking about the way they're approaching the game. They look like they actually wanted it today. My main thing was the intensity and the focus level was there through the whole four quarters. That's how the Sixers need to play playoff basketball. So anyway, uh, we got to give some kudos to Paul Reed, though. He commented post game. They asked him about his game. He said, quote, Five for six, a couple dunks, a couple rebounds, a couple steals. That's what Paul Reed do. I love how he's talking in the third person. Paul Reed has just won us over. He is maybe the best backup center that Joel Embiid has had. He comes in 11 points, 11 minutes. I mean, it was just nuts. He had 11 points in 11 minutes and all of what he just said. Paul Reed immediately made an impact, reverse jam and won. I mean, he just makes those type of plays that the crowd was chanting Paul Reed. Everybody loves his intensity, and that takes me to my last key that I was looking for in this game. The Sixers bench was amazing. We didn't know what the bench was going to be like, and I predicted that the four guys would be McDaniels, Niang, Melton, and Paul Reed, and that's exactly who it was, and they all contributed. McDaniels, two for two, five points. Niang, three for five, eight points. Paul Reed, 11 points. D. Anthony Melton, six points off the bench, got a little cold later in the game, but at five assists. I mean, if the Sixers can get this kind of bench play, it will improve their chances so drastically. They have not had a consistent bench in the last couple years, and all you need from this bench is to just stay afloat. Just don't go backwards, and I thought they did that today, and they played even better, and those two stretches at the, what was it, the beginning of the second quarter, and the beginning of the fourth quarter where it was James along with the four bench guys, that might be the lineup. That might be the lineup that Doc Rivers unlocked to keep this game, to, to keep this team in games when Joel Embiid comes out of the game. He staggered hard and he staggered him and Maxi and, and Embiid. I thought Doc Rivers coached an amazing game today, and if he continues to do this, I mean, the, the Sixers can keep this up. He didn't make any bad decisions. He called a couple timeouts when the Nets started to go on runs. I thought Doc coached a 100% great game today. And I thought with the bench stepping up, even when Embiid and Harden were down early in the game and they weren't playing that well, I mean, the Sixers were able to stay afloat. And again, on the defensive side, they will need to step it up a bit. They will need to improve. 
but the way that they played against Michael Bridges in that second half was great. I mean, Bridges finished with 30. He had 23 in the first half, and he only had two shot attempts in the whole second half up until like five minutes to go. So the Sixers really were able to lock him down in the second half, make some adjustments, and I mean, if you could do that, again, this team, the Sixers should blow this team away. I said five. It might even be four. I do think there's one game where, you know, everything will go right for the Nets. Nothing will go right for the Sixers. And, you know, I do think that today was one of those games where the Sixers just made everything. Again, it was a record-breaking performance. I mean, they had 21 three-pointers. But at the end of the day, looking past this game, because you know they're not going to put up 21 threes a game, it's how they played. It's the approach. It's the way that they continued to attack James. I mean, even Embiid was talking about it post-game. He said, you know, uh, James Harden needs to continue to be aggressive, whether that's facilitating, shooting, if he keeps that mindset up. And I know Maxie started off hot. He got a bit cold. If Maxie continues to keep that aggressive mindset up, I mean, this team can be, can be up there with the rest of them. And, you know, Celtics, like I said, are probably going to sweep Atlanta. So if the Sixers can go out here and, and destroy Brooklyn, and get as much time off as possible, and they play this way. I mean, when the Sixers play this way, they can beat anybody. But it is the Brooklyn Nets. It is one game. My main thing is that James Harden looked healthy, and if he stays up like this, I know he got sent to the floor a couple times, and Joel got sent, and I mean, my heart was in my stomach at one point on the live stream because, you know, I don't like seeing Joel go down like that. And, you know, it it was interesting. It was interesting. They got to stay healthy, and it's funny. We'll end it off here with uh, Jock Vaughn and you know I, I like Jock Vaughn I think he's done a great job with the Brooklyn Nets so far but here he is turning into Nick Nurse already after game one he says quote hopefully they'll be calling travel and three seconds on the big fella Joel Embiid next game so I'll be looking forward to that Jock don't do this man don't get into this venture Jock you, you've done a great job this year how about you say our team got there you know what whooped we got to play better how about that how about that really really travel in three seconds the, the Nets doubled and tripled Embiid every time from the first possession. I told you guys it was going to happen throughout the series. They did it from the first tip every single possession. What do you expect, dude? What are you expecting? How about the fact that there should have been a flagrant foul? They didn't call that. You don't see us complaining. So, Jock, you, you got to cut it out, man. But at the end of the day, a pretty dominating performance for the Sixers to begin the playoffs. They dominated in every category. Again, they hit 21 threes a franchise record in the playoffs. Give me all your thoughts, though, down below. How do you feel about this game? What are you looking forward to next game? If the Sixers can win on Monday night, go up 2-0, and then, you know, they hopefully will steal game three in Brooklyn, I think that the Sixers might even end up in a sweep. So give me all your thoughts down below. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And with that being said, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace. Peace.